0: Hello, my name is Ray Ezel. I'd like to welcome you guys to the Outside Looking In podcast. And on today's show, I have Mr. Carl Long, owner of CDL Accounting and Tax Services. How you doing, Carl? I'm good, Ray. How you doing, man? Thanks right. for the invite. I am doing well, Carl wanted to bring you on the podcast just because we're getting near the tax time so I wanted to inform the audience of things they should be aware of for the upcoming you know tax season and uh maybe how they can get in contact with you to prepare their taxes this year so uh Carl um you are an enrolled agent correct
1: yes sir i'm an enrolled agent uh, you may see uh, ea next to my name i think most people in uh, understand the cpa designation the certified public accountant when it comes to accounting and or taxes, um, a CPA is, is more of a jack of all trades, whereas an enrolled agent uh, is basically specializing in tax taxes and tax preparation. Uh, the enrolled agent designation is the highest uh, designation given by the Internal Revenue Service. So uh, I specialize uh, spe- specifically in tax. I can do all the accounting things. But my, my focus is taxes. OK.
0: And how long have you been working in this?
1: 25 plus years, uh, the last 15 years, I've been focused really on, on the tax piece.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Now, um, earlier this year, Carl, um, a lot of Americans received stimulus checks. So, um, I know. I got a lot of questions. Uh, would this be affected? Is this money being taken out of our taxes? Can you explain to the audience, you know, about how the stimulus checks will be, you know, kind of, uh, I guess kind of a, is it going to be a plus for people? Or is it going to be a minus? Is it going to see deductions? Right. How How is that going to work when people are expecting their returns this year? Okay. So with the stimulus, the stimulus
1: income is, is not taxable income for anybody in 2020. Okay. So what that means is it's not going to reduce your refund that you receive next year and it's not going to increase the amount that you owe if you owe next year when you file your taxes. Um, I think it, I think people think it's, a, it's going to affect their taxes because um, the IRS wanted to see your 2018 or 2019 taxable income, but that was really just to see if you qualify to receive the stimulus check. Um, so it, it should not be a plus or a minus factor when, when everyone files their taxes next year. Um, but one caveat to that is if for some reason, someone did not receive their stimulus um, this calendar year, um it can be applied to their their taxes next spring or next you know next uh, tax season
0: okay because i know I, I would you know you get a lot of information a lot of bad information sometimes on social media so of us people saying oh no this is money getting taken out of your check you paying for this so so none of that will be actually true
1: no none of that's true it's, it's not going to reduce your refund and it's not going to increase the amount you owe Okay. Okay. It, it truly one. was free money. Okay. Yep. okay. That's good to
0: know. We need another one. So <laughs> <laughs> they they working on it, but they, they keep playing politics. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people right now are using like, you know, a lot of sites like TurboTax and other sites to do their taxes. Um, what are some of the downfalls using that those type of services over getting someone like you as an enrolled agent or a CPA to uh, do their taxes for? them? That's a good question.
1: Um, The main answer is peace of mind, actually. Um, Those programs will let you put a number in anywhere. It doesn't mean that it's in the right place. Um, And so they don't necessarily guide you completely and accurately. They just allow you to, you know, put numbers in. So with with a tax professional, you've got the peace of mind that knows that, one – You know, somebody that's going to know all the changing tax laws every year. Um, If something does happen, you can go back to that person, right, with questions and and concerns. So if for some reason you get a letter months after the fact from the IRS, you don't have to kind of walk through that yourself and try to figure it out and and call in a bunch of 800 numbers where nobody's picking up the phone and not really getting it where, you, you know, you call your tax professional and we can just walk you right through that. So, um, and then the main thing, like instead of like doing it yourself or maybe going to the big the big box places, the Jackson U and the H and R blocks, is someone like myself is around all year round. So you can always get a hold of me with questions before, during, and after. Whereas uh, some of these other seasonal um people with all the commercials you know they're they're out after April 15th they're going you can't find them so those are a couple of the the benefits for actually using someone versus trying to do it
0: yourself okay. so um this year how can um you know when you're preparing someone's taxes or when someone's doing their taxes uh what tips can you give them to receive the the maximum return they can receive um
1: there's there's several things um uh, most importantly uh, is to look at your paycheck and and to make sure that you have federal withholdings coming out, uh, state and local withholdings coming out. That's that's something that we, uh, as a general public, miss a lot of times. We just yeah. don't look at our checks to see if it looks right, if it's too much, too little coming out. So that's the main thing, is actually look at your check to see what's being taken out um, for that piece. And then um, you want to claim all your deductions, you, wanna, you don't want to miss anything. Um, you know, sometimes there's some new things from year to year, sometimes they take things away, but you always want to make sure you're catching all your deductions. Um, your filing status is very important. So whether you're filing a single or head of household, um, married couples have the option of married filing joint and uh, married filing separate. However, filing separate is usually not beneficial. So just making sure that you are selecting the right filing status. Um, and this is an interesting one is reporting all your income is actually good for making sure you're maximizing your refund because um, the earned income credit actually is, is beneficial depending on where you are in the brackets. Uh, sometimes it's beneficial for you to show more income. So um, you wanna make sure that you're reporting all, your, all of your income. And then you want to use, utilize your pre-tax vehicles, whether that's your 401k at work, um, your HSA, or your, or your IRAs if you don't have any of those at, at, um, at your job. So anything that you can deduct pre-tax uh, throughout the year is going to benefit and help you maximize your refunds. Um, And then for those self-employed people, I would suggest just making sure you do a very good job of uh, keeping your records and and keeping track of expenses. You don't want to be spending money throughout the year. Forget about it and not claim it, because then, you know, that's that's not going to be beneficial
0: for your bottom line. So so talk to to me and, you know, some of my younger audience who may be listening or even someone who may not be aware about dependence, because, you know, when you first get a job, or when you first start a job. You know, you have the option to claim zero. Or you can claim up to, I believe, five. Talk to me how that actually affects you, your return and how you may have to even end up paying back money at the end of the day.
1: Right. So when we start a job, we they have us fill out what's called a W-4, and it's basically selecting your withholding. It's basically saying you're telling the IRS how you want my withholding, my federal taxes, and my state and local taxes taken out of my paycheck, um, it's it's allowing you to take yourself as an exemption, and the other questions allow you to you know select a higher number. However, uh, that's what gets a lot of us in trouble. Is is the, the old form used to ask a lot of questions, and we would mark one. Yep, I'm I'm a person. Yep, I'm single. Yep, and and, and by the time we get down to the end, we'd have seven or eight. So we put seven or eight. And which means the higher that number is that you withhold, the less taxes they take out. Right. Um, And then what happens is at tax time you basically got to true up to what you set up front to what really happened. And if you if your numbers too high, if you're withholding, which basically means I'm getting more during the year. So if I'm if I'm single, no kids, but I claim five or six on my W four. They're not taking out as many taxes. I'm getting a lot more money up front, but when I file my taxes, I may come up short because it's only one of me and not, and I maybe should have been paying in at a higher rate. Right. Um, so that W-4 is important. You really don't want to overestimate um, up front because then you know, come April, you may you may be short. But what it's doing is allowing you to claim. All the withholdings. So if you've got, you know, a spouse, if you've got children, it will let you account for that and try to get the the goal is for it to get you to break even. If you do your double four correctly, in theory, when you do your taxes, you break even and they've taken out just enough throughout the whole year. So you don't owe and they don't owe you.
0: Yeah, you know, when you start uh, seeing that money flowing, <laughs> you're like, oh, maybe I need to claim four or five. But then at the end of the, you know, at the end of the year, you're like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have claimed, but now I owe, you know, the IRS X amount of dollars now. So it could work, you know, against you at the end of the day. So
1: Yeah, it and it depends, you know, how how you are with managing your money. There's there's a school of thought that, you know, some people want a big refund at the end, they're willing to pay more. Throughout the year, some people don't want to owe the government and, you know, they want to break even. So it, it just depends on your personal preference and and how you want to manage your money. You know, if if you're good with managing your money and, and you can have more of your paycheck throughout the year and, and know that you're going to put it away and save it for tax time. You know, that's great. It works. But a lot of us aren't that disciplined. So we may get an extra fifty dollars every paycheck but it's gone. And then come April, you know, we owe $2,000 right, right. and got questions.
0: Yeah. It don't, it don't add up at the end of the, at the end of the day. <laughs> no, not all the time. Not all the time. So uh, Carl, we're getting close to the end of the year right now and a lot of fundraising, a lot of things are going on, circling around giving Tuesday. Uh, talk to me about, you know, donations and those tax deductible donations that people could make towards the end that maybe could, you know, lower their taxes at the end of the year. OK, yeah. Uh, well, first this year, there is a new thing that
1: um, you can give up to three hundred dollars and, and deduct that off your taxes, even if you do not itemize. Primarily, the charitable deduction uh, for those contributions is is an itemized deduction, right. so which means you have to have more than the government standard deduction, what they're going to automatically give you to reduce your income. So if your itemized deductions are higher, then yeah, you can use those charitable contributions. Um, but this year, like I said, they, you can get, you can do up to 300. Okay. Even that. if you don't itemize, but if you do have enough to itemize, the key is you want to make sure that the organization that you're uh, donating to is, is tax exempt. You know, it's, it's a 501c3 type of organization. Um, you want to make sure of that. And there's ways to, to, um, look at that. You can go to irs.gov and, and, and research that and look for that specific organization just to make sure they're on the exempt list. Um, then you want to be sure that if any donation is $250 or more, you want to get a written acknowledgement from the organization. Um, that's key for those dollar amounts and, and higher. And then, um, you just, you just want to make sure, um, that you're keeping tabs on it, even if it's, even if it's, uh, cash, you know, you want to have, you want to get some type of receipt. Uh, if it's, you know, a non-monetary type of donation, whether you're donating a vehicle or, or something else, you know, you just want to get that acknowledgement because that's going to require you to do um, some different forms on your taxes just to to um, take that, that deduction, that charitable contribution deduction. But the key is, you know, just to make sure that it's a, it's a, non for profit organization uh that you get a written acknowledgement. Those are the two main
0: things. Cool, cool. Well Carl, before I get you out of here today, talk to tell my audience, you know, how they can reach you, you know, your hours of operation, you know, and things of that nature. So you know, January thirty first is coming quicker than <laughs> we know it. So I know you're gonna get a lot of calls. You're gonna be swamped. <laughs> so you know I'm gonna be calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. February first. <31st>, I'm gonna be <laughs> But uh, talk, tell them what, how they can reach you, how they can contact you uh, in order for you to prepare their taxes. I know because you do a great job.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you've been with
0: me for a while.
1: It's almost a decade.
0: Uh, yeah, it, it's funny because everybody I know going to you now. So
1: yeah, <laughs> I need yeah, a discount, Carl. Come on. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. Uh, they can reach me at, uh, you can call me directly at 317-716-2632. Uh, you can email me at cdl taxes at gmail.com. Twitter is at cdltax. and let me see. I got an Instagram, C underscore long 1911. and then Facebook. I think I have I have a personal and a business page, CDL Accounting and Taxes. So I'm available pretty much six days a week, Monday through Saturday, you know, eight to eight if necessary, especially during tax season. So feel free to give me a call or email me or text me if you want to get prepared ahead of time or definitely, you know, if you just want to schedule an appointment coming up, you know, next year. And you know, with the COVID thing, we've done a lot more virtual. So I'm always willing to, you know, to do appointments in-house. You know, that's what I'm used to. But now we're circling into the more virtual territory. So, if you want to, if everybody's
0: more comfortable with that, you know we have those options available as well. Cool. cool. Well, once again, so I want to thank you for coming on the outside looking in podcast, sharing that information, and letting people know what they can expect for this upcoming tax season. And definitely, you guys make sure you follow me on Twitter ezl 219 Instagram ezel 219 Facebook Ray Montgomery. And make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud, outside looking in on Google and on iPhone. So, you know, I'm everywhere. So, once again, Carl, thank you. And I will be talking to you here shortly, sir.
1: All right. Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it, man. And, yeah, we'll be in touch soon. All right, sir. Have a good one. All right. You too. Take care.